625, what's news? Well, hashtag the Blyde. It's a residential, uh, a complex somewhere out in the Pretoria area. And one of the cool things about this place is, th- <laughs> is that it's got a whole beach. Oh, yeah, that lagoon is absolutely stunning. I mean, of course it's man-made, but the bottom line is it's become the center of attraction for those oh, yeah. who have chosen to buy property in there, mm-hmm. either to live or rent it out. And even for non-residents who want to come through and just hang out as yeah. guests of those who live there, etc., now, there have been many issues that have uh, come out through social media around the contracts that, you know, those who have uh, short-term contracts or those who own property there have mm-hmm. signed and the levies that they now have to pay. And also, there's 250 rand that you have to pay as a non-resident to hang out at this big-ass pool. <laughs> now, I mean, it raises questions around, you know, sectional titles and what you need to know mm. when you purchase a sectional title um, in a, a complex situation, etc. So let's unpack all of this. Zama. Um, Kumalo joins us on the line as a property expert. Good morning. Thank you for your time, Zaman Good morning, Mo, Owen, and Paul. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I mean, when we look at um, moving into sectional titles or complexes or whatever you want to call it, what are some of the things that we need to understand, especially when you consider that there are certain uh, agreements that mm-hmm. you sign up into, mm-hmm. that you commit to, and then there's also rules that you have to follow and mm-hmm. things that you need to look out for as time goes on while living there? So I think, well, the, the first thing is understanding the rights and responsibilities that you have. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of us, unfortunately, grew up, whether at Gassi or you know, in semi-urban areas, and we are used to full title living where it's your rules uh, and you pretty much can do whatever you want. If you want to do renovations, you get to do them. If you want to paint your property, whichever color you want, this mm-hmm. is the exterior, you can do that. But sectional title living is completely different. Mm-hmm. So there are rules and responsibilities that govern what you can and cannot do. And often the three pressure areas tend to be people, pets, and parking. And, <laughs> and I mean, this is one of those topics that we can get into for a very long time. But you, you do tend to find that with, with parking, there isn't enough parking. And, you know, there's a lot of issues with people. It's even you know, how many people you can have in your unit staying at mm-hmm. the time. Okay. So if you wanted, for example, to buy it for investment purposes and you thought Uzosquasha Abantu in and have, you know, eight people staying in the two beds, there are typically rules around how many people can stay in there. So mm-hmm. having a grasp of what the rules and responsibilities are is so important because a lot of us, unfortunately, don't know them because we don't ask for the rules mm-hmm. and end up, you know, getting fined by the, you know, by the trustees and we you can't plead ignorance um, if you didn't know the rules. Yeah. Uh, Zamantongo, let's quickly talk about the um, s- sort of the role of the body corporate, the role of the mm-hmm. trustees, and uh, your your responsibility as owner. Mm-hmm. So I, I love this question because oftentimes we, we use body corporate and trustees mm-hmm. as an interchangeable thing, mm-hmm. and it becomes so important for us to understand the difference. So by virtue of owning into in a fictional title scheme community, you are a member of the body corporate. Yes. So if we can look on that, and you don't have to have your bond paid up, so it's a bonded property or it's a paid up property, mm. you are a member of the body corporate. Mm-hmm. And then trustees are what you elect. 
um, on a annual, typically it's an, an, at an annual basis. So you have your HEM, and they're basically the people you are giving a mandate to do the day-to-day running. Mm-hmm. The trustees would typically um, also appoint a managing agent that, uh, you know, would administer the finances and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, make the payments physically. So, at the, you know, when you have to do electronic payments, for instance. So really getting a grasp of who does what sure. and the mandate that you give to trustees is so important. Sure. Uh, when I look at um, as, a, as, as a property owner of, you know, a, a unit within a sectional or communal living uh, type of setup, you would be allowed to sort of trade or, or, or have some sort of business going on. And I think, you know, with COVID, it, it made things much simpler because a lot of a lot more people have been working from home. Right. Mm. But are the rules flexible to that? Are the rules bendable? Uh, to what extent so, do, do yeah. owners or um, the trustees um, have flexibility over what can change and when it can change? So the rules aren't set in stone, and I think that's an important thing for everyone at home to, to bear in mind, because you as the owners are able to change them. So again, it's, it's the thing of when there's an annual general meeting, if you want the the, the rules to be reviewed, uh, you would typically need a special resolution. It would you know, need about 75% of the owners uh, to change the rules. So if there are certain provisions um, you know, in, your, in, in the rules that you don't like, you can band together as owners mm. to make sure that they are changed. And it is a numbers game, unfortunately. But I think the big thing, they're not set in stone. There are ways to go about changing them. And very quickly, Zama, before we let you go, uh, speaking of uh, numbers, uh, making people who don't stay in a particular complex or unit pay money to utilize um, <laughs> some of the, 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 yeah, the, the services yeah. or facilities in there. Does that make sense to you? And how do you see all of that? You know, I, I, I'm going to shy away from talking about, you know, the, the blade in particular, because I know that this is in reference to the blade. Mm. Um, in principle, as I, as I said you know, previously, if the rules are decided by a particular percentage, those, provis- those provisions are possible. And it's unfortunate um, with certain people who live in, you know, particular complexes or states because they may not be happy with it and they may not have right. the numbers. Mm. I think the big thing that I leave, for you, I know it's time for us to, to, to wrap up, is get involved. So as owners yes. in different, you know, sectional yeah. tax schemes, get involved, attend the AGM, understand the finances of your complex, ask mm. questions. And I think this is one of the big things that, a lot of us who live in these places, we don't get involved, we don't attend HEM, mm. they never correlate, you know, decisions are made without mm. us being active, and then we want to cry city, you know, we were just sent email. So do get involved mm. as much as possible. You are the ones who are able to shape how your sectional title uh, scheme community run. Oh, Zama, this has been such a great conversation and I'm yeah. happy to get you back on the show um, and to talk about more issues around property as we all try and get the land back. Thank you so yeah. much for your time. <laughs> it's, it's a pleasure, Mo. Thank you very much. It's definitely should have this more regularly. I think more of us need to have a better grasp mm. around our home ownership because there's so much we don't know. And we're now buying you know, properties oh, and having to understand along the way. Mm. So definitely keen to be back on the show. Thank you. Kumalo. Yeah. A property expert. You can follow her on social media. Zamantungwa Kumalo. And uh, that is uh, Zamantungwa underscore K on Twitter. She, she wouldn't be umtungwa if she didn't put out a young 